We are continuing our dealings with the revelation of Jesus Christ. Last week, we were looking at Christ, our life. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. One of the scriptures we looked at last week, we're going to start with today, and that is 1 John chapter 3. 1 John chapter 3, verse 1 says, See how great a love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called children of God, and such we are. For this reason, the world does not know us because it did not know him. Beloved, now we are children of God and has not yet appeared as yet what we will be. We know that when he appears, we will be like him because we will see him just as he is. And everyone who has this hope fixed on him purifies himself just as he is pure. So I want to draw your attention to a couple things in this verse, starting with the love the Father has bestowed on us, that we would be called children of God. And that's what we are children of God. Now that comes about by new birth. We are of God. We are born of his spirit. We are born of Christ. Christ is our life. And I mentioned this in the past teachings, our life is in us. Well, Christ is our life. Just to Think on this and consider this for a moment in the natural. If I'm born naturally in the earth of my mother and father, in that birth, everything natural is related to me. Okay? Everything. Now, born of spirit. We've been born again of spirit, not of natural, but of spirit. When it pleased God who called me by his grace, separate me from my mother's womb to reveal his son in me in Galatians chapter one, Paul writes. So we're born of spirit not of the flesh. Now, everything of the Spirit, you could say, pertains to us that are born again. What is of the Spirit is Christ our life. Okay? So, John says, now we are children of God and it has not yet appeared what we will be, but we know that when he appears, and this is the word phanero that we talked about last week, when he's made visible, when he's made clear, when he's made manifest, we are like him. Okay? The Greek word here, we will be like him, is a word we will be like is resembling the same as. So when he appears, 
we are the same as him that appears. That Greek word is 3664 in the Strong's. So we're the same as him that appears. Okay? Why? Because we're born of him. Okay? Christ is our life, like we've said. And you and I have been born of him. So when he appears or is manifested, made apparent to us, we, in like manner, are like him. Why? Because he's our life. We'll keep saying this till we hear it. <laughs> We've been born again of the Spirit of God. That's what the gospel teaches us. If we have received Christ Jesus the Lord, if in fact you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, you have come into a new creation. Now, when I come into this new creation, when I'm born again, I, I really don't understand what's happened to me. Okay. I know I'm not a sinner anymore. You know, from doctrines that have been taught to me, I could go back to my early years of Christianity, and I could say, well, I'm not a sinner anymore. Jesus saved me from my sins, and he did that, and I still believe that a thousand percent. I could say, you know, what I, or what I used to say, well, I'm not going to hell. I'm on my way to heaven. Okay. You can say that, but I'm telling you, there's an understanding here that we must get a hold of our origination in new birth is the Lord Jesus Christ, not our mother and our father. So at the cross, we were separated from the natural creation, and we were born by the Spirit of God. And Christ, who is our life, appears within us, and then we know our purpose until he appears. Honestly, we don't understand our purpose is to manifest him or declare him we think our purpose is about our lives okay but our purpose for being a christian is that we would embody christ in our soul and even manifest him out of our bodies and when I talk about manifesting out of, out of our bodies, I'm not, I'm not just talking about miracles, signs, and wonders. I'm talking about in our daily living, that as we know him, he is manifestly declared it in and through us. Okay? That's what I'm talking about when I use the word manifest. We through his appearing, see him as he is. Now, I want you to flip back to Genesis chapter 17. Genesis 17 and verse 1. Genesis 17 verse 1, the Bible says, And when Abram was 90 years old and nine, the Lord appeared to Abram and said unto him, I am the Almighty God, walk before me, 
and be thou perfect, and I will make my covenant between thee and me and will multiply thee exceedingly. All right, walk before me. Now, this is a powerful statement. Walk before me. And this, in the definition of this, if you look it up, again, I'm, I like to look at definitions, before me or before my face, or the face of me and be perfect. And I, I wrote a note here, the light of him shining is our perfection. Okay, so Abram was made perfect or righteous, complete, because he received the word of the Lord. He believed God. He received the word of the Lord. He walked before God. See, see, that's what God said, walk before me and be thou perfect. Well, Abraham did that by receiving the word of God into his heart and believing it and putting it into action. How did Abraham put it in action? Or Abram, get out of thy country from thy kindred to the land that I will show thee. Genesis chapter 12. So in Genesis chapter 12, Abram got out of the land from his own kindred and country to what God was showing him. Here again, the revelation from the Lord. And, it, and even in Genesis 12, it says, and the Lord appeared at Abram. So Abram was walking before the face, you could say, the appearing of the Lord. And that's what God said, walk before me and be complete, walk before me and be perfect. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. The only way you and I can be complete, can be perfect, is walking before the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's what John says when he appears. We know we'll be like him, for we'll see him as he is. We're walking before him. Amen? We're walking before his appearing. And because we're walking out of his appearing, we are made complete. Apostle Paul says, you are complete in him. So if I'm in Christ, I'm complete. That's what Paul says in the book of Colossians. We've talked about this a lot in the recordings that we've done in the sharings that we do in our local fellowship, that Christ is our completion. Nothing else is our completion. Nothing greater than him is going to come. He's the greatest of them all. Jesus is the greatest of them all. So there's nothing greater going to come than he that has come, who is Christ Jesus the Lord. He's the greatest of them all. See, Christians are looking for something greater, you know, because the concept of that's been taught them is, well, there's a greater day. Okay, okay, there is a greater day than the natural day. But I'll tell you right now, if you've been born of God's Spirit, you are now in that day. It's just you have to see the light of that day. 
What do I mean? If I walk before the Lord through his work he did at the cross, I understand that I'm righteous. Okay? Now, if I go back and walk before, let's say, Adam, the natural man, the understanding I have there is unrighteousness, is sin and decay and death. I don't, ha I don't have righteousness. I can't achieve it, okay? I can't achieve or earn righteousness in that old man. But through the power of Jesus Christ, we are made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Now, if I walk in the light of that, in the understanding of that, that begins to be a reality. And I even have fellowship with other believers that have that same reality, walk in the light as he is in the light, or he is the light. And the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin, and we have fellowship one with another. He's the light that we walk in. See, he's the light of the new day. So the new day is the light of Christ, the understanding of Christ that floods our heart. The old day was the understanding of the old man, which we were born in from our mother's womb. Okay, hear me. We were born into a day of man, okay? Now, when I was born again, I was born into another day, the day of the Lord. Christ is my life. In that old day, Christ wasn't my life. In this new day, Christ is my life. Now, to see him, I began to comprehend what we have been made, the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, because he's righteous, the sanctified of God in Christ Jesus, because he is the sanctified one, and he sanctifies us by himself, sets us to part, apart unto God in himself. See? Yes, he does. He brings us to the Father in himself. I couldn't set myself apart unto God. I've tried, folks. But Jesus brings us in himself unto God. And we are set apart unto God in, through, and by him. So if I'm walking before him, I'm walking in this understanding of his work, of his day. Amen. I pray we get a hold of this, that we walk according to Jesus Christ, our Lord. And as our Lord appears or is made manifest, is clearly seen in our heart, we are like it because of the transforming power of him. Now, look at 2 Corinthians 4. It says, verse 3, 2 Corinthians 4, verse 3 says, And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled in them that perish, in whom the God of this world have blinded the minds of the unbelieving, 
that the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should not dawn upon them or shine upon them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus as Lord, and ourselves, your servants, for Jesus' sake, seeing it is God that said, light shall shine out of darkness, who shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Now, I want you to pay particular attention to what Paul writes here. Light shall shine out of darkness, who shined in our hearts. Light is shining in our hearts. Now, what light's shining in our hearts? Well, it's not the light of the sun and the moon and the stars, even the natural sun and the moon and stars. It's not that light. It's not the light of the old covenant. The sun and the moon and the stars even speaks of the old covenant. Okay. What did Jacob, I believe it was, call his father, uh, mother, and brothers? Wasn't it? Was it Jacob that called them the sun? It was actually Joseph, excuse me. Joseph called them the sun, the moon, and the stars. Okay. So, so we don't walk by that light or that understanding of the old covenant, okay? Those stars are not shining in this covenant. The old covenant light went out. But the true light now shines, who is Jesus Christ the Lord. And where he's shining at is in our heart. God is shining within us to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. So he's giving the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. This light of him is shining in our heart. This understanding of him is within us. That's what the Holy Spirit is doing, is taking Christ who is within us, Christ our life, Christ in you, that's within us. And he's revealing him in us that we can walk in him, that our minds, our comprehension, our fault will be according to what Jesus has done, not according to the Adam man of sin, but according to the Christ, man of life. Hear that, folks. You're not in sin anymore. That's what Paul writes. You're not in it anymore. Why am I not in it? Because I've become so good that I've overcome it all? No, because he did that. He overcome the world. Yes, he did. In his cross, he overcame that. So now, the reality of what he's done is made real in me. Why? Why? Because he's in me. He that did it is my life. He that died to sin is my life. So he's dead to sin. Okay? I can read that in the Bible. He's dead to sin. 
reckon yourselves to be dead to sin. Why? Why? He's your life. So you're dead to sin. And alive unto God. Why? Because he ever liveth unto God. So we are alive unto that which is God. Now, that which is God is being made known in us through the person of Jesus Christ, the Lord. Why is that? Jesus said, all things of the fathers are mine. So Jesus is disclosing all things of God in our hearts that we might know them. See, that's what we're of, folks. If we've been born again, filled with his spirit, his life is dwelling in us to be made known. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. And this light is shining in our heart to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. And the face, walk before my face and be thou perfect. Well, we're walking before his face right now if we're walking before the Lord Jesus Christ, because here is where the identity of the Lord is really seen, is in the face of Jesus Christ. Now, the face in the natural is your identity. People identify you by your face. So when I look at the face of Jesus Christ, I'm looking at his identity, who he is, he that is dead to sin. He that is alive forevermore. He that liveth unto God. He that ever maketh intercession on our behalf according to his divine work. That's what I'm looking at is his identity, who he is, the eternal son of God, the eternal word of God, the eternal living God is dwelling in me. So now my life is him. So again, it's just coming strong in my heart. Reckon yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin. So all that was in Adam, sin, death, decay, has been put away at the cross. And he that put it away, he that became Adam, he that died and was buried and rose again is your life. So as he is, so are we. He is dead to sin. He ever liveth unto that which is God. He, he is the divine nature of God, the divine expression of God. Amen. So as he is, so are we. Get a hold of this, folks. You're talking about a salvation that's been given to us. Christ and you get a hold of this. In him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, all the deity, all that God is. 
and you are complete in him. What a place you've come to. Now, now we, in Matthew 17, a couple more scriptures here. Matthew 17, it says, and after six days, Jesus taken Peter, James, and John, his brother, and bringeth them up into a high mountain apart, and was transfigured before them, and his face did shine as the sun, and his raiment was white as light. And behold, there appeared unto them Moses and Elijah talking with him. Then answered Peter and said unto Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If thou wilt, let us make here three tabernacles, one for thee, one for Moses, one for Elijah. While he yet spake, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and behold, a voice out of the cloud, which said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. And when the disciples heard it, they fell on their face and were sore afraid. And Jesus came and touched them and said, Arise and be not afraid. And when they lifted up their eyes, they saw no man save Jesus only. And if you read on uh, here, I believe it's in Matthew 17, but in, in the Gospels, Jesus tells them, whether it's in Matthew, Mark, or Luke, he tells them to tell no man to after he has been raised from the dead. Okay, of this occurrence. And you may say, well, why did he do that? Because his face shining as the sun, the light of the knowledge of glory of God, is only understood in the resurrection. Okay. If I'm in Adam, I don't understand his face shining as the sun. <laughs> but in Christ, I understand his face is brighter than the noonday sun. Just like we've talked about in a couple of these meetings with the Apostle Paul and the Lord appearing as light. And Paul seeing a great light and hearing the voice and the Lord declaring, I am Jesus. See, the light of his appearing is greater than everything we see under the sun. Everything that's in the Adamic man. That that's under the sun. See, because that that's under the sun in the Adamic man. All is vanity, vanity of vanity, saith the preacher. All is vanity in Adam. And none of that could come to the life of Christ. None of the works of man, none of the labors of man could come to this glorious life that we now share, that God has bestowed upon us as children of God and has given to us in Christ Jesus our Lord. And it's make it, being made real in us as he appears. Well, what is already given to us? It's what we've already received in Christ Jesus. Of his fullness we've received. So that's what's being made real unto us in the revelation, in the revealing, in the unveiling of him. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Christ, our life. So his face shines as the sun, and his raiment is white as light. So he's clothed upon in white light in righteousness. Now, 
get a hold of this, the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. He is the one that is brighter than the noonday sun and all that is in man. So he's brighter than all that man is. Walk before me. No, no wonders walk before him and be made complete, be made perfected. Because only walking before him can I be complete. Only he can transform me, like we've said, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, that the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Lord where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. But we all with unveiled face beholding is in the mirror, in a mirror, the glory of the Lord, the light that's shining in us, the mirror of the Lord. We are changed into the same image from glory to glory by the Lord, the Spirit. We're changed by Him that's in us, the transforming power of Him, seeing Him that is our life. He's our change. He's our change. And now, as He is, so are we in this present world because He's our life, not because we become super saints. He's our life. And our life over overcame the world. Jesus overcame the world. In Exodus 3, it says, verse 2, the, There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a blazing fire from within a bush. Moses saw the bush ablaze with fire, but it was not consumed. So Moses thought, I must go over and see the marvelous sight. Why is this bush not burning up? When the Lord saw that he had gone over to, the, to look, God called out, out to him from within the bush, Moses, Moses, here I am, he answered. Do not come any closer, God said. Take off your sandals, for the place you are standing is holy ground. Then he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Now, I want to say something to us. You're on holy ground. Here, again, is walk before me and be thou perfect. So Moses comes into the divine presence of God. And God says, take off your shoes, take off your walk, and walk before me, and be perfect. Now, now, I want to say this to you. You think Moses was on holy ground. Have you ever considered this? Christ is in you. Well, I know you've considered it. Have you ever considered what kind of ground we are on? You know, there's this in us that wants to be holy. Could it be because the divine presence of God is in us? Sure it could. And our hearts desire to be holy. Well, he's made us secure and complete in himself. So we put off our shoes we put off our walk. We agree with him. 
We agree with his work. That's what we are. We're, what we do, we agree with his work that through his death, he defeated our enemy. He forgave our sins. He washed us white as snow. That's his divine work that he did. We agree with it. We reckon ourselves dead and alive unto God in Christ Jesus our Lord. We reckon that to be true. We believe that. We receive that. We declare that. That's his work. So we put off our shoes, our walk, that we can't be righteous, we can't be holy, we can't be forgiven, we can't this, we can't that. All that was in the old man, the darkness is past, honey. And the light shines of Christ. The true light now shines. The darkness is past. In Adam's the darkness. In Christ is the light of God. Now that darkness is past because Adam's past. The old man is gone. He's not your Lord. He doesn't rule over you anymore because Christ has redeemed you to himself. He has received you to himself. I keep quoting the scripture as he is, so are we. Why? Because he's the life of us. He's our life. He, he dwells within us. We dwell within him. So we're just coming to comprehend this. We're coming to understand this. And we're walking before him putting off the old and walking before him, putting on the new. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. No, no wonder when Abraham had the encounter with God, he went out and built an altar, place of worship, place of sacrifice. Not I, but Christ. Not I, but Christ. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Put off your shoes, not I, but Christ. Go read Genesis, I believe, chapter 12, where we quoted earlier tonight. And Abraham, Abram built an altar to the Lord. I believe he'll build multiple altars because the Lord appeared to him. And always in that appearing of the Lord is not I, but Christ. So our life is not I. Our life's not our ability. Christ is our life. If Christians would hear that, how righteous are they? Well, they measure it by themselves. I have. I, but my righteousness is him. Even, even in the old covenant, in the book of Ezekiel, it speaks of Jehovah, our righteousness. You know, to the Israelite, the Lord, our righteousness, the name of the city, I, I believe it's, it says the name of the city shall be the Lord is there. And another place is called the Lord, our righteousness. Honey, we're, we're in that city right now where the Lord is there. At that day, you'll know I am in the Father, ye in me, and I'm in you. We've established this over and over. The Lord is here. We're on holy ground. We're in a new walk. We're in a new day. We've established this. He is our righteousness. So our measurement of righteousness is him. 
how he is. That's how righteous we are. Now, that doesn't mean we live in the full comprehension of that. <laughs> but he himself is the substance of mine and your righteousness if, in fact, he is our life. Just going to speak to your heart for a moment and we'll end here. I had some other things uh, maybe to say, but we'll pick, Lord willing, this back up. But we'll end here. What I want to say to your heart, you know, people, Christians say this, something, you know, sometimes things go wrong and they say something's wrong with my life. I want to end this right now for us. There is nothing wrong with our life. Christ is our life. Zero is wrong with our life. Everything's right with our life. Now, our circumstances may have challenges, but our life has none. He has given us himself as life. So, and we receive that. You're talking about saving grace. You're talking about the gift of righteousness. When we see that's a person, when we see that the salvation we have is Jesus Christ the Lord. Now, our life is complete and whole because he's our life. So we as believers have to come to see our life and walk in accordance or before him. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. That's what we come to do. We see this great salvation that has spiritual life that is really all things spiritual because of the first creation was all things natural this creation is out of god that you and i are in now we have these earthen vessels here in the earth i believe to express that of Christ that's in the heavens through these bodies in the earth to show the world our Father's good works that they may glorify Him. What, what good works? He's forgiven you all your sins. He's brought you unto Himself. He's made you his very own. What if we share that wherever we went? The goodness of God. The goodness of God. There's no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. Why? Because Christ is my life. So I don't live under condemnation. I live under him. 
hallelujah to the Lamb of God. This is an awesome place the Lord has brought us by his Spirit. At that day, you'll know, and that's what we're doing. We're knowing this by the Spirit of God that he's in the Father. We're in him, and he's in us. We're knowing that by his Spirit because he desires that. We're eating his word. We're eating his flesh and drinking his blood. He's the word of life. He's the bread of life. He's the light of life. Just, just consider that, this one thought with me for a moment as we end. In the natural, you have a sun out here in the sky that gives light upon the earth, and men and women walk according to that sun. That sun gives off light. They can see by that light, and they gain warmth by that same sun. All that comes from the sun. All that is the sun, the work of the sun. Well, listen to Christ saying, he is the life. So he's the, you could say the big ball of sun. <laughs> but out of that sun is bread of life. So we eat that of him. And light of life, we see that of him. We eat that of him, we partake of it. We see that of him, we walk in it. This is our salvation, folks. We are in Christ. He's in us. Glory to God. May God just richly bless you. Amen.